The primaries are on today. This is Super Tuesday 2.0 or Big Tuesday. Six states are in the running. And this could be Bernie's death knell. It could be done for Bernie at the end of this uh, at the end of this night. Bernie says he's not going to quit, but we'll absolutely have to see how that's going to work out. I'll be watching the primaries. Uh, I'm recording this on Big Tuesday, and so far, nothing has changed. We're still a little early. I got another, I bet, 13 minutes. So I'll give you the updates as we go. The stock market is going off the rails, and Trump has a plan to keep the economy on track. Uh, it's a good plan, bad plan. There's some good plans, there's some bad plans. We're going to have to talk about this. The coronavirus is keeping everyone on their toes while the media continues to blame the president. So let's take a look at the realities of coronavirus and the stupidity of coronavirus. Finally, and I don't know if I'm going to get to that tonight, Alabama made a pretty awesome decision today. And we're going to have to see if the courts are going to allow that decision to keep hold, to take hold. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. So, we got a big primary night tonight. Um... There are, this is being called Super Tuesday 2.0 or Big Tuesday. There are 352 delegates up for grabs from states like uh, Michigan, Washington, North Dakota, Mississippi, Missouri, and Idaho. The big one is going to be Michigan, which is I, I, somewhere around 150 delegates. That's huge. Bernie is going to get his butt kicked. I, I, I don't know how else to tell you. He's way down. Um, in Michigan, he's down by 25 points. Uh, so here's the reality. This is the end for Bernie. Bernie has already said that, you know, uh, even if I lose or I don't do well tonight, and I mean tonight, um, Tuesday night, because you're going to be hearing this on Wednesday, he's going to stay in the race. I don't know why he would, but that's what he's going to do because Bernie's a revolutionary and that's part of his problem. He's trying to be a revolutionary. It's not working for him. And I think one of the reasons it's not working for him, he's not lying real well. If Bernie could just lie a little bit, I think he'd probably be okay. Uh, he just, the lack of his lying makes it that he can never stay out of his own way. It's really weird. He's still promoting socialism, which the country doesn't support. The country, for the most part, doesn't support. I know, Los Angeles and New York support socialism. Maybe Boston, maybe uh, Massachusetts, but they don't. He's still promoting these hugely expensive programs without providing any way to pay for them. And he's still defending tyrants like uh, Castro, uh Xi of China and Chavez of Venezuela and he's trying to he's trying to masquerade those guys as like Switzerland and Norway and they're not Switzerland and Norway Switzerland Norway Denmark those are all capitalist countries and their leadership will tell you they're capitalist countries so he's he's burying himself I truly 
do not believe it is the people, when people look at Bernie, they realize, oh my God, this guy's really bad. And that's what's happening now. A lot of people don't want a revolution in the United States. That's the real, we don't want a movement in the United States. We want the United States to kind of just stabilize and that's it, which is a problem for Trump. Uh, this showed a lot in a town hall hosted by Fox News where they had Bernie Sanders. It was completely incredible. He just looked bad. And he just did not apologize, did not say I was taken out of context or any of that garbage. He just doubled down. And he said that he believes in everything he said in the past which makes him kind of a crappy politician. I expect him to be thoroughly defeated tonight. Uh, there's a lot of talk that that uh, Biden will win the nomination outright. I'm not 100% sure of it yet, but as this goes through the South, he's California, he got murdered on. Yeah, I know he won the state, but he won the state by 10 percentage points. So technically, Bernie lost the state. I, I just have a feeling that Bernie's done. Um, he won't go out of the race, and I'm not surprised by it. And this is going to be bad for Biden, because if Bernie, Bernie does not leave the race and does not su fully support Biden, the Bernie bros are not going to go for Biden. They won't vote, and Trump will probably win the election. Biden has decided to run on the moderate position. Now, you may have seen through the debates, if you watch the debates, Biden's been kind of jumping all over the place. He's been jumping to a far left position. Then he's been kind of jumping to the moderate position and back and forth. He looks like a jumping bean. This is the only time I've seen Biden like move fast. Um. His main argument is that he's going to bring calm and sanity to the White House. Well, I I think there are a couple problems here. Biden is not calm and he's not sane. And all you have to do is look on the internet, type in Biden gaffes, and you can see all his gaffes in the last few months. Uh, today, he got into a fight with a Michigan auto worker. And this was a union guy in the state that he needs to actually win over the Second Amendment. Because a lot of the country still believes in the Second Amendment. Even Michigan, which is kind of a purple state, they believe in the Second Amendment. He's going to have problems with this in other states like Vermont. As much as he tried to blow Bernie out on gun control, the reality is Vermont is actually a top 10 state for uh, the Second Amendment. It's hard to hear, but let's just say, let's just say there's a lot of cussing. So listen to this and we'll talk about it right after. You are actively trying to diminish your Second Amendment right to take away your You're for shit. You're for shit. Right. Now, Governor Shush. I support the Second Amendment. Second Amendment, just like right now, if you yell fire, that's not free speech. From the very beginning, I have a shotgun, I have a 20 gauge, a 12 gauge, my son's hunt. Guess what? 
You're not allowed to own any weapon. I'm not taking your gun away at all. You need 100 rounds so and you're going to take our guns. I did not say that. That's yeah. not true. I did it's not say that. Video. It's a viral video like the other ones are putting out that are saying they're lying. Well, oh, he just clarified it. Wait, 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 wait. Take your AR, your AR-14s and what? Yeah, this is not okay. Hold on, hold on. Hey, let's keep moving. There's a lot of guys. A lot of guys wanted. I'm not working. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. Hey, there's a lot of people. Hey, hey, hey. Look, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Are you able to own a machine gun? I said, are you able to own one? Machine guns are illegal. That's right. Some AR-15s are legal. How is that a machine gun? No, it's not. Yeah, do you need 100 rounds? Do you need 100 rounds? in America Okay, so this whole thing was about Joe Biden really attacking the Second Amendment, which is the right to bear arms. There are a few things about this confrontation that I just was like, huh? And I thought it was funny. First off, this is a union worker and you're challenging and cussing at him. This, he actually said, let's just go outside. Uh, You're challenging a union worker who's half your age to walk outside? Does that sound like a good idea? The only thing he didn't do is challenge him to a push-up contest. It's stupid. Biden's staff is telling him to let's just move on. And he shushes him? This was a bad idea to get into this kind of confrontation. Definitely on camera. But Biden lost his Biden lost his uh, temper. We won't even talk about all the cussing. The guy called him. You don't know what the hell you're saying. You're full of shit. Oh, man, I cussed. I'm sorry. But you're full of crap. He doesn't know what his ass is talking about. He was cussing left and right, this guy. I'm surprised this guy didn't drop him right there. And he is against the Second Amendment. He wants to appoint Beto O'Rourke to run the gun control program during his presidency. Beto said he wanted police to smash in doors and take away guns from law-abiding citizens. I may be way off here, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, that's pretty much gun confiscation. That's the elimination of the Second Amendment. This is the other thing. It's already illegal to hold a hundred rounds in a magazine. I don't know what state it is legal. Maybe some of the Dakotas or some of the smaller states. But that leads to the second point. He said it is illegal to hold. What do you need a hundred rounds to hunt for? That's the second point. The Second Amendment is not about hunting. It's about protecting our rights. Specifically, our right to free speech, our right to uh, assemble, our right to a free press, our right to um, religion, from a tyrannical government, which seems to be becoming a reality in this country. 
So it's not about hunting. It's nothing. It's never had anything to do about hunting. If the government wants to take our guns, the government should be afraid that, oh yeah, we're going to get killed here if we do this. This is going to be a war if we do this. That's what the founding fathers wanted. All you have to do is read the Second Amendment. It, and then some stupid things. There's no such thing as an AR-14. I don't know what he's talking about. There's it, It's an AR-15. And the AR-15s are not machine guns. AR-15s are semi-automatic rifles. And semi-automatic rifles mean you press the button, you press the trigger, another bullet loads without having to cock it. So to sit back and say it's a machine gun, that's an M16. Those are machine guns. That's an M60. Those are machine guns. Biden is dangerous for Trump during election day. But I can see I can see Trump losing this election. And this is why it's important for Trump to shut up because every time Trump talks, he creates chaos that Biden is running against. He believes Biden's a very good argument that, oh, there's nothing but chaos in the presidency right now. There is. It's gotten better. But there is chaos. And what Biden, what Trump needs to do now is shut up and get away from the reflection of chaos in his presidency. And he doesn't need to talk about coronavirus. He doesn't need to talk about the feds. He doesn't need to talk about um, uh, all the president, all the presidential candidates, unless he wants to start making comparisons. That's good, Trump. When he compares himself to Bernie, or he compares himself to Biden, he'll win, and he'll definitely kick the garbage out of Biden in the debate. And we won't even talk about Bernie. Bernie he'll kick the crap out of. But he needs to stop with this garbage that he always brings up. And he'll win. There's no question. He'll win the next election. Just shut up. So our next thing, let's we'll sit back and talk. Already um, Biden has won two states. I don't know what they are. He's winning Missouri and Mississippi, southern states, not a big shock. It's too close to call in Michigan, and Michigan is the state that's really important. Um, as far as, let's, let's talk about coronavirus, and let's talk about coronavirus in two parts. First off, let's talk about the realities of the coronavirus. Still a major issue in the country. Italy has basically shut down. Uh, Italy has, has uh, quarantined about 16 million people. I don't know how they're doing that, but I, I'm assuming it's self-quarantine. Um, Austria and other countries like Serbia and other European countries have actually banned travel. The United States has banned travel. Uh, the United States is, well, they haven't banned travel, but they've recommended no travel. Uh, cases of coronavirus are going way up in Europe, in the Middle East, Iran, uh, Saudi Arabia, Australia has banned travel. They will not let anyone in. Uh, the good news is the United States, we're still, we're growing. There is 
a, some coronavirus that's popping up. And here's what I think. Uh, coronavirus is going to pop up in the United States. And we're going to see it. I, I work at a clinic. I am expecting to see coronavirus at the clinic. I'm not necessarily panicky about coronavirus because this is the other good news is coronavirus apparently affects people uh, between the ages of about 70 and 90 and it affects people who are already have pre-existing conditions. Now I know people who have spouses that have pre-existing conditions so it is kind of scary and you don't want to come in contact with it. I do believe it's going to spread in the United States. Uh, the good news is there is, there are, um, there are immunizations that are coming out. The United States says they have an immunization, but it could be between six and nine months before that immunization comes out. Canada and Israel also have immunizations. They're on trials. They could be out a lot sooner. So, the coronavirus is still a world problem. It's still a pandemic. I think we're going to see it. I think, to, if I if I need to be honest, I believe I'm going to see it in my life. I have a feeling we're going to have coronavirus in our clinics, and I may touch people that have the coronavirus. The I think the Trump administration is doing a decent job at it. They've closed the borders. They've kind of contained it. They won't let cruise ships in uh, on United until they know who has it and who doesn't. There are some. There is a lot of panic about it, and I I, I want to say, not concern, panic. Uh, New York today. There's very little information about it. Uh, New York today has created a mile wide or a square mile uh, quarantine center uh, with National Guard troops. Now, I, that's about all I know. Uh, Governor Cuomo is kind of an idiot, so I, I don't know what that means. But there is some panic. The state of California has declared an emergency. The state of Washington has declared an emergency. Even though the state of Washington, 11 people died in the same old folks home, and they were all over 80. So I'm not exactly sure if this is an emergency. The good news is that uh, kids under the age of 9 have who have contracted the virus have either not contracted the virus or have not died from the virus. So I, we're not really sure about the information. Now, there's some good news there. I, I don't think it's something we need to panic about. I think it's something we should be concerned about, no question. But I don't think it's panic. The stock market... <coughs> excuse me, that's not coronavirus. I swallowed something incorrectly. The coronavirus um, does seem to be jacking with the Dow Jones, the stock market. Yesterday, or uh, I'm sorry, on uh, Monday, the stock market dropped 2,000 points. And of course, the media is pointing at coronavirus. That's not really correct. It wasn't coronavirus. Apparently, Russia and Saudi Arabia are in an oil-producing war. Um, 
Russia wants to manipulate the United States fracking when it comes to um, natural gas because the United States is now way ahead as far as the leading producer of energy. And Russia wanted to manipulate it a little bit. And what ended up happening was Saudi Arabia, who doesn't like Russia because of what they're doing in Saudi Arabia and Iran, said, no, we're just going to produce more oil. So Saudi Arabia decided they're going to up their production of oil. The Soviet Union decided to up the production of oil. And on Monday, oil dropped 25%. Is that good news? Yes. It means that your gas prices are probably going to go down. It's bad news for those that sit back and are trying to figure out futures. So things are bad. Now today, yesterday, or on Monday, excuse me, because you're listening to this on Wednesday. So on Monday, Donald Trump decided he's going to have a couple of uh, plans to fix the economy. The first plan is to put the uh, payroll tax on a vacation, which means for a month, two months, three months, how long, ever long it takes, uh, companies don't have to pay a payroll tax. Why that's important, it means when... You know, our supply lines are kind of iffy. We may need to, uh, companies may need to lay people off. And what he's doing is he's cutting the tax so that he doesn't have to lay people off. I think that's a great idea. There are a couple of other things he's really pushing. For example, he wants to lower the Fed uh, rates down to negative percentages. I don't think that's a great idea. I don't think it's a great idea because you're artificially you're artificially giving money or making out that there's money in the economy that there isn't. So I think that's a really bad idea. For example, the Fed actually lowered, I believe they lowered um they lowered the uh rates to really low. It's like a half a percent they lowered it. And that's not a great idea because then people, interest rates, they lower the interest rates. That's great if you're going to refinance your house, which is something everyone should be doing right now, or you want to refinance. But it, it's not a great idea for a permanent solution. And what Trump wants to do is he wants to actually take the interest rates into negative territory, which means the federal government is going to pay people to buy their bonds. Not a great idea because we're already in 22 trillion in debt. And when you factor in things like Medicare, Medicaid, student loans, things like that, we're closer to 80 trillion in debt. That's not a great idea. I, I don't agree with that at all. So the stock market today on news on what Trump wants to do uh, rebounded 1,200 points. So you're looking at a, a bull market right now. It's absolutely crazy. You, you cannot know what your stock options are. So, and I think it's going to be like that for the next month, maybe two months, until we know where the coronavirus is. Because the reality is the coronavirus is affecting the, economy, uh, the Dow Jones simply because they don't know where the supply lines are coming from. So, for example, if I want to buy 10 computers tomorrow at 
$3,000, $4,000. I may not have the, those computers, which means I can't put the money, I can't be taxed. It could be a disaster. And, and that's the whole thing. This leads to something that is scaring the crap out of people is, are we heading towards a recession? Probably not. And I'll tell you why. The stock market is confused. They don't know what's going on. And it could be like this for probably till May, maybe April. And once the stock market gets a hold on things, the stock market will go back up. Oil, combine the coronavirus with the oil, the oil war between Russia and Saudi Arabia. Um, yeah, the stock market's flipping out. Now, the oil war between Saudi Arabia and, and Russia is actually a good thing for consumers in the United States because their oil's going to go down. Saudi Arabia has produced far more, I think it's 20, 25% more oil in the last week just to counter Russia because Russia wants to take over. They want to be the big boy on the block when it comes to the oil reserves in the Middle East and Saudi Arabia will not allow them to do that. So that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's bad for the stock market. It's not bad for the consumer. So we just need to calm down. Everyone needs to calm down. I think everyone will calm down. I think as the months go by, as the next month or so goes by, coronavirus will kind of go down. It's never going to go away. Coronavirus is never going to go away. And matter of fact, next year, we're probably going to get immunized for it. And the year after and the year after that, because that's where we are with that. But I think everything will calm down definitely by the end of spring. So that's something to think about. Now, what we also have to take a look at is the idiocy of coronavirus. Now, let me let me make something very clear here. The media is doesn't like Trump. I think we can all agree with that. I don't think it's very common, very unheard of. But the media is mixing fact with fantasy. It's our ability to change the fact from fantasy, to differentiate the fact from fantasy. So yeah, they're blaming Trump for the coronavirus. So yeah, there's there's some CNN, MSNBC. They're going to do that. But that doesn't mean they're not saying some things that are actually true about the coronavirus. So I do listen to CNN. I do listen to... I don't listen to MSNBC. But I do listen to news outlets. And the reality is I, there is some truth coming out of it. And a lot of the people are saying the same thing. When they start blaming Trump for coronavirus, that's just stupid. It wasn't even in this country. This is a black swan event. And what we mean, what is meant by a black swan event is that this is something that is out of control. So the economy or the uh, Dow Jones, it's not necessarily the economy because the number, the jobs numbers came out and actually went up again. Uh, so the jobs went up. The thing with a black swan event is it's something that's completely out of control. 
and the president has no say. He can't. And even though the media is sitting back and saying, oh, well, hey, I'm here. It's him. It's all Trump. This is the Trump virus, which is what the New York Times said. It's crap. And you just, you ignore that part. But the media basically saying, hey, if you feel sick, stay in your home, self-quarantine, um, wash your hands, stop touching your face. Those are That's all correct. The numbers they're giving are correct. The problem is with the numbers, we don't have true numbers. For example, the United States is basically saying that the mortality rate, which is the death rate, is between 0.5 and 1.5. Other countries are saying it's way up there. We don't even know the information from China because China lies. So we really don't know what's going on with this coronavirus. And that's why people are flipping out about it. Okay. Um, we just we just need to see where things are going to go. And the media is doing a good job saying that. All the media. MSNBC, CNN. When they start blaming Trump, that's just stupid. And, and if you look at polls, they say that no one believes that. This is not Trump's fault. This is China's fault. Wasn't started here. But the media, especially the outskirt media, Slate, <laughs> CNN, I think they're outskirts, MSNBC, they're outskirts. Things are going absolutely crazy and people are going crazy. So this is the fun part of this coronavirus is how stupid people are. How freaking panicky they get, how stupid they get. So there was actually a video shot by a news agency in uh, Tennessee and it was in Memphis, Tennessee, which is kind of a lower end area and Memphis, these people, I, I can't play the video cause you got to see it and maybe I'll, I'll, I'll install, I'll actually add it to my uh, show notes, but basically it was, <laughs> you saw these people there, the newscaster looking all serious, saying, yes, these people are dealing with coronavirus on their own. Well, they had women who were wiped. They had mothers who were wiping their kids off with disinfectant. There was one gal who took Lysol and was spraying it all over her kid, including his face. And then there was another gal. There was another gal who actually was wearing bags all over, including over her head. Now, maybe I'm way off here. I Maybe maybe the warnings about plastic bags, I should have ignored. She was wearing a trash bag over her head. She looked ridiculous. And then when she was interviewed, they she said, yeah, I got a trash bag on my feet. I got trash bag on my legs because they're Southern. So they all speak in the Southern accent. I got trash bag on my chest. I got trash bag on my head. I got trash bags on my hands. It was absolutely priceless. It was ridiculous. Okay. The other thing is that um, apparently CBS News decided to release an article stating that snorting cocaine and drinking bleach does not cure the coronavirus. I had to look at the, I, I don't trust the media. I don't trust, I don't trust really fringe media 
This came from CBS News. That apparently people are snorting coke and drinking bleach to avoid catching the coronavirus. I read this to my group at work and they all looked like, oh my God. And then the cocaine jokes came out. It was great. And drinking bleach? Really? So you're going to have blood poisoning, but you won't have coronavirus. (laughs) Oh, it gets better. So there was actually a, apparently nine people have died because some idiot, and I don't know where, I didn't read the article. I'm not even sure this is true. Okay, but... There was some idiot that was selling homemade hooch, which is alcohol, for those who don't know what hooch is. And it had killed nine people. He had promised that the homemade hooch was actually going to cure or prevent the coronavirus. So if a person had the coronavirus, they drank the homemade hooch, they weren't going to get coronavirus. Well, apparently they drank too much and they ended up ODing on alcohol. Baker. Here's another thing. There was this guy uh, a long time ago in the 80s. That's it. Jim Baker, who was a televangelist in the 80s, I think early 90s. And this guy was so dirty, he actually ended up in prison. You may remember his wife. She's dead, which, yeah, that's a good thing. Uh, Back, she died, I think, 10 years ago or something. Tammy Faye really just dolled up, weird group. Um, He was put in prison for fraud and he decided to send a, he decided to sell for $125 a dose, a concoction of alcohol, vitamins, and bleach. And he was selling that as, um, as a cure for coronavirus. Well, the government saw that. Of course, they they sent him a cease and desist order. So, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I this is the panic. First off, why Jim Baker is even allowed to sell anything, I have no idea. Why anyone is even listening to him, I have no idea. This guy was dirty. I used to watch his shows. I think I was literally... 15, 16, I used to watch them and laugh. They were so bad. But people are still buying this crap. Well, I don't know. I don't know. So you can see people are getting absolutely crazy. There's one more story, and this is from Slate.com. And I think this is the funniest one. And I'll end it on this because I've already passed the Dave rule. This was a gal who was sending a advice is sending an email to an advice columnist at slate.com basically asking that hey you know she's in an open relationship with her husband and she wanted to know if it would be okay to tell her husband not to swap bodily fluids with his girlfriend while the coronavirus was out i didn't read the answer I did not read the answer. I oh, I was like, oh my God, these people are so stupid. 
Okay, you can follow me on Twitter at RunninFool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. You can download or listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, and uh, YouTube. Uh, you can visit my website at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com so you can view the videos and just some of the show notes, full videos. Uh, you only see audio. You only listen to audio here. Um, please rate, subscribe, uh, and comment. I will answer. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Oh wait, I didn't even get into what Alabama did today. Okay, I, I I'm gonna take two minutes here, and then I'll do the Dumbasses Talking Politics thing. Alabama has decided to make it make it illegal. For pe for prepubescence to be given hormone therapy for transsexual conversion. We'll talk about that on Friday. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.